Mother's Day is just around the corner, and I was reminded a few weeks ago by a friend who has recently experienced a miscarriage of an essay that I wrote a long time ago called Dear Kid. Now, I am not a mother, but I know plenty of them, and I know plenty of women and men who have not had the opportunity to be the parents they hope to be. So I wanted to offer a content warning here that this is talking about childlessness, um, but I hope in a way that is encouraging and gentle and hopeful. Um, It is always my hope that those who long to be parents have the opportunity to. So with that being said, here's the deal, kid. I thought you'd be here by now. But the truth is, you may not arrive at all. But I'm still your mama, fiercely, entirely, and utterly yours. So I wanted to tell you a few things, so you'd always know. Like how I want to love you so well and walk with you through all your failures. How I want to teach you everything I've learned while waiting for you. And how I'm trying to be the best I can be for your sake. This is for you, kid. Love from your mum. Dear kid, I've been waiting for a while to write these things down, hoping I'd have the chance to tell you face to face one of these days. But one of these days seems to be getting further away. There was a time I hoped you'd be five or even ten years old by now, though in hindsight, I'd be a better mama now than then. I say I would because there's no guarantee we'll get the chance to meet, kiddo. Yeah, let that sink in a minute. It's not how I wanted it to turn out either. And I'm sorry, my darling. If you make it, if the universe conspires our way and I play my part and do my best, if love sends me a chance that I don't fuck up, and that man who is kind, strong and true loves me and wants you, then still, maybe. Kid, there are so many ifs in the world. So I'll tell you now, so you'll always know. I will love you fiercely and as well as I can. I won't make promises I can't keep about nappies or organic food or your perfect nursery or well-accessorized buggy, but you will be fed, clothed, bathed, and love. And it's how I love you that will make the difference. I will learn to love you and give you the chance to learn to love me. And I'll help you love and understand your dad and people around you, and they'll help me a lot too. I do want to promise you that I'll do my best to model partnership with your dad and to love him and you deeply. I want you to grow up knowing what real love looks like, what it feels like and sounds like, and that you came from it. I can't wait to see who you'll be, and I'll do everything I can to celebrate it. I will never ask you to be less of yourself. I will do my best to help you navigate the world as you are. I want to be that mum that you can laugh with all the time, a trusted place for your secrets, the queen of spontaneous adventures. I want us to be home late because we had to stop to watch the sunset, for our backyard to always be ready for a sleep out under the stars. I want to share my love of travelling and adventure with you, teach you how to travel light through life and how to find your way home always. Ah. I hope you get to see the world with big, wide eyes and to embrace the wonder I have at the stars and the moon. I want all those things for you. And then, I want to walk you through every crisis and every failure. I want to help you learn how to pick yourself back up and what it really means to be resilient, because that was the toughest and loneliest lesson for me. 
I know you'll have times of loneliness that I can't fix, but I want to walk through it with you. And I will try with shaking hands and tears and self-control to embrace your rebellion when you need to find your independence. I guess what I'm saying is I'll try to give you just enough, but not so much that being your mama is more about me than it is about you. I want to be good, but I'm not perfect. You'll learn that. But the point is I'll try. I'll try not to control you, to shape you too much to my own liking. I'll try to engage with you as a person and teach you what discipline you need, but always to explain why. I dream of the day that you will be explaining parts of the world to me that I don't know because you see it differently. And my joy will be that I taught you to see, not what to see. You will be so different from me, kid. But I hope you get the parts of me I like the most. Like dinner parties, books and lazy Saturdays, pajama days, eggs in a basket, beaches, daydreaming in the clouds, stopping to drink in with all your senses. I hope you love to snuggle and hug your whole life long. Otherwise, no, I will always be chasing you for kisses and cuddles. Of course, the parts of me I like best are my love of physical touch, the storytelling, the music and creativity, the deep well of laughter and wild abandon and empathy and compassion. I hope you get some of that. It's the stuff I've learned how to navigate best. But others will have a lot to teach you too, and I promise to make space for them. In fact, I hope there are times when other people are your whole world. Of course, I want our house to be that house where all your friends come after school and to have parties for the sake of parties. I want you to grow up knowing the love and strength of family that is both blood and choice. You'll have a dozen aunties and uncles who will love you as their own, I'm sure. And my darling, some of them will be weird. And that's important because the weird ones are the good ones. I won't be everything you need in life. No one can. You'll need your weird aunties and uncles, your friends too, to help you learn how to be, how to live and how to navigate the world. You'll need them to talk to when you're mad with me, which is bound to happen. It's hard to talk to you and not think about who your dad might be. So I'll say this. No matter what happens to he and I in the long road of life, I'll try to have the best relationship with him that's possible at any time. You'll see us fight, no doubt, but I plan for you to see us make up too, to know what healthy communication looks like. I hope you'll see us love more than anything else, to team up for you and beside you and for each other. I really want for you to see that grittiness is okay, it's real and achievable, that real is the very best thing because you get to define it yourself. And of course, these are lessons that I'm still learning, kids, so I am letting you know in advance. It takes a lifetime to learn to be yourself, and I won't get to see it all, kid, but I will do my best to set you up on the right path. Not a path that leads to a particular destination of being a this or a that, but the path of learning, learning how to learn, learning how to be, learning how to love well. Before I go, I plan to see you a long way towards being fully yourself. I hope you'll benefit from the lessons I've learned while waiting for you. You see, that's what I've been doing. I know that I'll only do my best by you if I'm the best version of me there is, the truest version there is. So I wake up each day and focus on being as healthy and strong as I can be physically. I want to climb mountains with you and throw you in the air and make love to your dad for my whole life. <laughs> Wait, you probably didn't want to hear that part. But it's true. I want you to grow up in a world of positive, life-giving, beautiful touch, a house that thrives on the vital energy of life. I wake up each day and look to strengthen my mind. 
I'm still becoming myself after all these years and learning to have my own voice. I'm taking down decades of barricades at the moment and it's for you as much as myself. I want to love you in my full voice, kiddo, at full volume. I'll keep working on it, whether you arrive or not. And when you get here, you'll bring a bunch more lessons with you, I'm sure. I will try and prepare myself in advance. So I wake up on Mother's Day, kid, and I'm thinking of you. And if you don't ever make it, it's okay, I promise. Everything I've learned waiting for you, I needed to know anyway. But I want you to know that I'm your mama through and through. And even the idea of you is a gift I am glad of, a point in the compass that guides my way. I have maybe been your mother my whole life. So rest easy, kid. Maybe soon. Keep an eye on the stars and the moon. I watch them too. And I believe in magic. Love, Mama. In this episode's poetry reading, a piece that I have been chasing since summer. It's still pretty fresh. I finally finished it this week. Uh, And it may get some adjustments still, you know how that goes, but uh, I spent some time uh, immersed in nature over summer and I was amazed at how much the song and the noise and the visits of buzzy little creatures and chattery birds gave company to me throughout the days and provided a soundtrack uh, and a way of seeing the world as we moved from summer into inevitable fall and winter. So this poem is called Dragonfly. See how the dragonfly touches without touching, his hover over the water a dance at the end of summer's day. What company to have in all that colour, bright luminescent turquoise hue and warm amber belly, and when he is close enough to feel his wings brush just over my skin, me, deep in the languid summer pool, eyes just above water, trying to see him, truly in all speed and slow motion capture, to see what is happening just now, and in the reflection, the translucent wing, what has just been. The swallows come to the magnolia tree and conclude the conference they started earlier on the lawn. Fig tree is starting to bear bud, and under the heavy, fragrant late summer sun, the dragonfly makes this one appearance each day, this time until the summer fades. I may not know all his colours, but along with pee-waka-waka dance and swallow chatter, hum of cicada, I can say we have had this small, ongoing conversation – always in the dusk, but with the dragonfly, that splendid kinetic caress that touches without touching and somehow helps me to see the summer and coming autumn all at once, so fast, so slow, so much soft, warm possibility in that iridescent wingtip, in that fleeting visit. Now I know him to be near, by swift motion and splash of colour, whisper of humming flight song just past my ear, as if to whisper some revelation of last sun's kiss on freckled warm skin, dragonfly, dry earth and creaking avocado trees, the last flush of tomato vine before the sweet summer fruit plum bears full fruit and then relinquishes to autumn apple, all fragrance telling sweet unfinished stories of earth and rain and sky, my skin-telling stories of dances with Dragonfly.
The funny thing about a poem is that sometimes it takes so long to arrive, you have to chase it down. And so almost immediately, having finished finally at last The Dragonfly, uh, this emerged from my struggle and from my joy. How you write a poem. They come like night birds, a whisper flap of wing or tree rustling, and hint they may appear by dawn. And then you wait, sometimes one crisp apple cut and left to woo the words out of hiding. Sometimes they sleep a while, unwilling to become a finished thing, much like author prefers to be a little always undone throughout the day, easier to chase rather than maintain a finished demanding perfection. Sometimes she is done and arrives full splendour in a single stream, no word rewritten or out of rhythm. She falls off tongue and lands just delicate or passionately on the ear, and I, always first to hear or speak aloud her final form, sometimes full-bodied and in living colour, is how you write a poem. Still, on other days, you climb mountains and wade rivers, gently following footstep, wingfall and shadow, word by word, until the phrases undo you, and you see things newly. The oldest oak now new, the water transparent but with new hue, and whatever alchemy the poem meant to do in you, by night song or healing or light shone on some old melancholy, some chasing of hopeful impossible things, when that work is done, and you... By each little piece of phrase and heart laid down, that too is how you write a poem and find yourself anew. When she has done the work in you, you, a vessel to chase and carry words. This was spoken by me, Tash McGill. Thanks for listening. I hope that you'll join me again. You can find my written work online at Substack or at TashMcGill.com. Find me on social media at TashMcGill. And as always, please subscribe, rate, review. Let me know what you think. Uh, Today's episode soundtrack was composed by Anders Schilpolsen and the words spoken and written by me.